0: Hello and welcome to the Cozy Feminine Podcast. I'm Emma and it has definitely been quite some time since the last time I came on here. And I am so sorry. I will be fully transparent and real with all of you because you deserve that from me. I most definitely have been feeling off lately with my femininity, my masculinity, you know, just really getting myself into an energy synergy that works i've been allowing time management problems to really get the best of me as well as just really unproductive inefficient thought loops and especially when it comes to the interviews that i've been doing and that i've been working on it's just been taking so much of my mental time that i've basically shut it down for a little bit because I feel like until I can get something out correctly that I tell everyone that I'm going to get out, I can't do anything else. So because of the intimidation from working on those episodes, I almost feel like, oh, no, I I can't work on anything else, obviously, until that's done. and all of that mixed in together, mixed in with just life in general. I'm studying to be a teacher. I have been substitute teaching. I have to, you know, earn in my family. So working on real estate deals and the sporadicness of that, as well as planning a wedding and just being human, All of those things mixed in together, really just, I've allowed it to take over me rather than me taking over it. And yeah, it's been really rough lately, I'll be perfectly honest. I've had quite a number of cries just wanting to do everything right, and even I know that that is not realistic, and I'm sorry. So I I thank you so much for all of your patience, and I thought, you know what, what is a better move to make than some forward moving action for my own healing and talk about something that I think is not only important for you know me to put out for myself to be able to listen to again and you know have that reminder but I really feel like this is something that could hopefully benefit you and your healing or maybe someone you know in their healing you know so the whole the whole conversation today is the formula for healing And, you know, really answering those questions, you know, how do we really heal? How do we really help ourselves move forward in life after having gone through XYZ experiences that could be as small as getting rejected by, let's say, our dating prospects to not taking care of our bodies, to experiencing grief, to mental health problems, etc. The works. How do we overcome the traumas, the issues, the things that we feel are holding us back, no matter how big or small. You know, I I would ask myself this question over the last several years. And I want to say since not too long after college, because at the time, I was going through a lot of growing pains, being in an unhealthy relationship at the time where I was experiencing quite a bit of emotional abuse. I was also really struggling with past childhood traumas that I was clearly not processing through very well, which also I'm sure played a role in the kinds of, you know, relationships that I attracted versus what I wanted to have. I was also really, really struggling back then with my personal development, understanding and articulating my self-identity, what I needed, what I wanted what I felt was my strength versus my weakness in life or strengths and weaknesses. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with my life either at the time. I've spent many years up until basically not that long ago, like less than a year ago, finally figuring out what it is that I'm built for. Um, But I spent so many years not knowing what to do with my life at that time. And because of that, I constantly self-sabotaged my efforts of growth because I was afraid of what? Well, that will be part of our chat today. At the time, I didn't know anything about femininity or masculinity or having a healthy relationship with the feminine and masculine parts of my being. Heck, I was still on the bandwagon of hustle culture and becoming a, oh, dare I say, boss babe of the modern era. I needed what felt like a lot of healing but nothing that I would do would stick. And I wanted the quick fixes, you know, and and what I learned over time is that the quick fix can actually make the healing process, just like so many other processes take a lot longer than necessary. You know what I mean? So it's almost like, you know, putting paint on rust doesn't change the fact that there's rust under there. And if anything, it isn't going to necessarily slow down the progression of deterioration of something with rust on it. It's sometimes better for us to remove the rust and replace it with something new and something that is fresh and ready to withstand the test of time. And so I am so excited to really talk about this. you know, because I feel like I even need to talk about this for myself, and like um, the woman that wrote uh, "Big Magic." I don't know why her Liz. Oh, I forgot the name. Okay, it's okay. We're we're all going through it right now. Um, I, I'm forgetting the name at the moment, but the author for "Big Magic." um she's also the one that wrote eat pray love and everything like that she always talks about how when we create we need to create for ourselves first and then if it happens to make a big difference in someone else's life in a good way then amazing and if not at least it was put out there in a genuine way where it's very much meant to at least help the one who's sharing or writing or creating you know so hopefully hopefully this all comes together for you too (laughs) um but anyways getting back to, you know, this process of, you know, healing and not allowing things to take longer than necessary, fast forward a little bit, I I would begin to figure out this whole healing thing and eventually help myself enough to move on from a lot of the unhealthy aspects of my life at that time. Discover better friendships, enter into a million times healthier relationship with my now fiancé, and become more invigorated to put myself out there differently. It was pretty awesome, all things considered, despite still needing to heal and mature in other ways. And as you can see, I'm needing to get back into that because it could be so easy that you know to fall off of. And that's something I wanna make clear with you is that healing isn't something that is done once and then it never has to be done again. As we grow and move through life, there will always be something for us to work on learn from, and hopefully if all of that learning goes in the right direction, grow from successfully and then reap those benefits from that growth. Because what we what we put out there into the world, what we put out there to God as well is a lot of times what we're going to attract. And if we want to be healthy, we need to be healing people. We need to be growing people. So what exactly can we do about this? Is there really a magic formula to help make healing more successful even with all of the layers of healing that we might need to do to help us grow and become better more healthy more happy more fulfilled more at peace okay so here's the thing i don't actually feel like this is a magic formula as much as it is a productive one it's that bridge to the healthy masculine energy of structure that really helps guide our emotional and mental healing. That structure, it's beautiful. And if we don't have that healthy masculine energy of structure in our lives, of boundaries, then we will end up in the wounded. And then it's even harder to grow and to heal. So here's the the formula. Now, I know that we've all heard of the saying that time heals all wounds. This is the expanded, more developed version of that. Time, because that still is relevant, time plus positively productive action or forward moving action, even better, heals all wounds. Or at least brings us closer to mending the broken and bent pieces of our being. Now, why why isn't time enough? Because that is the saying. That one, it's so cliche. We've heard it probably a million times over the course of a lifetime. Why isn't time enough? Because think about it. If we are doing the same things over and over and over again over the course of time, expecting a different result, which is literally the definition of insanity, then we aren't going to heal. We aren't going to grow. We will continue to live our lives in a void of cyclical damage. And for what? To eventually notice that life is passing by and we're hardly moving. And then at the end of our lives or at the end of a chapter, we're going to look back and think, wow, I feel like I've wasted so much time. No way. How is that going to work for us? You might even know someone or some people who have a similar situation going on i honestly wholeheartedly feel deeply compassionate for those even including myself who go through those wheels of mind-blowing unhappiness from hoping that time will do the trick we want so badly to believe that our feelings are true, that our perceptions are the end-all be-all, that they are the ultimate form of truth, that we know everything we could possibly know in those moments of distress, but, you know, and I guess this is good news, that the most highest of truth is objective truth, and that's just something that we we are not fully able to possess a hundred percent, like our perceptions, our memories, our feelings are not necessarily truth, right? We will never truly know everything about anything because our experiences are subjective and outside objective truth. So there will always be something that we didn't think about or consider about when it comes to our experiences, which means that there needs to be more than just time on our hands. Now, I'm not disregarding objective truths, I think objective truths are very important and they definitely can play a role in how we decide to treat a plethora of different situations. When we're talking though about our feelings and when we're talking about our own personal perceptions, it's not necessarily truth, right? They are our perceptions, which might align with objective truth or can fight objective truth, but at the end of the day, it's never going to be objective truth. So that means that there's always room for us to grow and learn something new about ourselves and about our experiences, which I think is actually quite exciting to think that our perceptions are not set in stone. There are very few things in this world on a spiritual level, on a biological level, on a psychological level that are objective truths, you know what I mean? Like there are very, when I wanna say few things, I mean, there's more than a few, but in terms though of our feelings, that is a sliding scale. We can totally change our feelings, change our perceptions as we as we introduce maybe some new ideas and new actions. So time might create indifference as it moves or decrease some of the emotional and mental pains and frustrations but without including ways and actions that we can expand our knowledge, we aren't truly growing through what we go through. In fact, we could just be suppressing our emotional itches and aches, easily allowing ourselves to get triggered and not allowing ourselves to regulate those triggers in a healthy and productive way. So let's look at that second part of the equation. Positively productive, or like I said, forward moving action, which I love even more than positively productive, but forward moving action. An object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest. Healing requires energy. It requires motion so that time and healing are moving together simultaneously, or at least with a good synergy. Motion is lotion and states of commotion. So we must not only let time do what it does, but we must also take action on how we spend our time. Like currency, if we spend our days self-sabotaging, projecting, dismissing, etc. ourselves, then we may as well be broke in growth, in our flourishing. However, If we spend our days in spite of our pain, taking at least the littlest of steps to improve our lives or sustain them in a more healthy manner, that's when we can begin to understand one of the most bittersweet truths of our existence, and that is that time will always continue to move on whether we are happy about it or into it or not. While our circumstances are very real to us, it doesn't change that basic truth. We will continue to age. Our birthdays will continue to roll on to the next. Our opportunities for connection and growth will also continue to appear if we are ready to take them. When we think of healing, what we really are looking for is peace. We are looking for ourselves to not feel so deeply the pains of our traumas, our life events, our losses. We want to experience life in a fulfilling way and those that make claims that they don't want to heal or will never heal may just as well be claiming that life could never move on and you and I both know that life simply doesn't work that way. In fact, whenever I hear those words that one can never heal from XYZ, I Wholeheartedly believe that it comes more deeply from a fear of what healing might actually result in. What is what healing might mean for them? So many of us hold on to pain, hold on to hurt and disappointment in a gut wrenching grip because, in a strange way, or I guess maybe not so strange way, because this is part of our human nature for many of us, it feels better knowing that we have it to hold on to. We believe that healing means that we don't carry any of the burden or pain from our circumstances anymore, and therefore it doesn't seem to be relevant anymore or as impactful. Could even be coined with this idea of forgetting the ones that we have loved and lost because of moving on. If I moved on, I would not be honoring my lost loved ones. It would be like a survivor's guilt trip. And I couldn't disagree more with this sentiment. Healing is not about... Forgetting. It isn't about dismissing or dulling our experiences. It's about growing because of them and transforming pain into a point of learning. It's not about a gut-wrenching grip, but rather a hug. One that works to warm our wounds instead of creating more of them by adding the fuel of resentment and rage to an already existing fire. Healing doesn't mean that we have condoned anything or lost control of our history. It simply means that we are working with our time more effectively so that life can continue to move with us without us fighting it and welcoming the nuances of life that have always been with us anytime we have grown and have gone through XYZ pains and frustrations and have grown through them. Why are so many people competing To see who has more unfortunate experiences. I don't know if you've ever gone through that. I have. It's very common. I'm realizing it doesn't seem to matter how old we get either. (laughs) You know, there are so many people that I've met where when you share a bad experience, they almost want to compete with you as if there's like a, you know, there's some kind of trophy or something at the end of this. It isn't swell to be in this alternative world where pain defines our humanity, our identity. The ability to grow and get back up and make the most of our spiritual currency, so to speak, does. To make the most out of our our religious currency, to make the most out of just our sheer existence, does. The ability for us to see pain and see through pain is strength. It's divine masculine and divine feminine coming together beautifully. The wounded masculine or feminine would harbor pain like a trophy of a life well-lived, while the healthy masculine or feminine would harbor peace like a trophy of a life well-lived. It's not a sin to be at peace. It's more of a problem to be at an internal war with oneself for the sake of wanting to not appear that the past didn't define us, that the past didn't hurt. Healing, while ambiguous, is an important part of living a thrivingly beautiful life. It's a never-ending grayscale of theories and hypotheses that we are testing out constantly. It's paying an ode and an honor to our pain. Thanking it, even, for the guidance and insight and placing it aside to spend our currency of action to time more wisely. It's it's not about the self-sabotage anymore. It's it's not about, you know, throwing ourselves under the bus and getting run over and then saying, you see, look, I I got run over by a bus, <laughs> you know, and I've seen so many people like this, even people that I love, you know, where the pain is a defining moment of life rather than something to work through and you can definitely see what happens when people treat pain as this like staple of their existence it's it's not it's it's not as endearing as i think people think it is nor is it as inspiring i think it's way more inspiring whenever i've seen people go through such pain in their lives especially when i think of some of the most tragic um historical events in history you know that have ever happened um, in our societies and in the world, you know, when I think of all of those situations where people have literally lost their entire family yet come out of it and they they grow and they have their own families, and they they build something with their lives. You know, I, I think that is so much more honorable and so much more admirable because it goes to show that pain, doesn't have to be the identity. It doesn't have to be necessarily even the driving force. It's the healing that does the work. And, and, you know, really, really not carrying those burdens anymore, but rather utilizing those lessons in order to build a better life. Like I've said to many others, if you're waking up the next day, right? If you're waking up, if God is still saying yes to you, then there is no opportunity to say no. As long as you're here you're not done yet and there's no point in dismissing a chance to feel at peace and notice i didn't actually say in this sense, in what i just said in you know being i didn't say you know it's important to feel happy or content or joyous feeling at peace as in a place of acceptance That doesn't encourage more pain but rather helps one accept what is and cope with the current circumstances in a way that you know you know when you're feeling blue or in a funk or disappointed your life doesn't revolve around it is what i'm talking about instead we nurture and give ourselves compassion it's not about the pain anymore it's about the love Now, I'm obviously not a psychological expert by any means, so please note that healing isn't something that is exclusively a one-sided deal. In fact, I believe that when we work on our healing with the help of others who care deeply about our well-being for the right reasons and can lead us down the right path, the healing goes even quicker and with better results. You know, our lives weren't meant to be enjoyed alone or to even be suffered alone. They were meant to be loved and lived with others. We may hold the keys, but those around us are the wheels that help us move through life more easily when it's hard. So when it comes to the formula of time plus forward moving action equals healing, it's, it's about doing whatever it takes plus the time that you take doing those things that really is going to result in hopefully better outcomes. And it might have to be, that formula might have to be revisited multiple times over the course of your lifetime. And that's okay because I have to do the same thing. And you know what, I think it's great when we kind of have this principle that we can rely on to help guide what it is that we need to do next. And also, in all honesty, it's not a bad thing to also go to a professional. When it comes to mental health issues and healing, because there are some circumstances in life that are so difficult to even fathom the thought of moving on from, that it's important to have the right kind of support that's able to really be there in a way that is healthy. And that also doesn't necessarily involve potentially the disruption of other relationships in life. So never fear to also get professional guidance on what to do about your healing. I think the first step is to acknowledge that you even want to heal. I know that that's where I'm at in my life where there are certain circumstances where I I need to do better because I, I want to have a better outcome. You know, And it's not going to happen with me sabotaging myself, which I do at least once a day, and it's not great. But if I can at least acknowledge that I need the help, then at least I can acknowledge on getting it so that I can heal and have a more thriving life. We, We really do need to understand that healing, it's a beautiful tool when we know how to use it and it helps us move through life so much more easily and with so much more grace no matter how hard life gets. So I hope that this episode was able to provide some encouragement and warmth for your healing. It is definitely a topic that requires probably more than just an episode. But nonetheless, the principles stay the same. Time plus forward moving action. Even if it's the littlest of changes, that can be all the difference. Even just to see ourselves be able to take little steps forward is so rewarding. You know? it's all the difference between a growing life and a stagnant one. And I guess we just have to ask ourselves, which one do we really want to be? I know that I want to have a growing life. You have to ask yourself that same question. So anyways, I hope that y'all enjoyed the episode. Please, you know, have a great week. (laughs) Seriously, I know this was a bit heavy, but I'll catch y'all around on the cozy feminine really soon. Don't forget to follow on Instagram at the cozy feminine and I am hoping to get some blog posts on the cozyfeminine.com and start getting that underway because we need we need some we need some more stuff, you know? We need some fun content around here and some content that maybe you could just read instead of always listening to. So I'll be working on all of that. Anyways, everyone enjoy and I will catch you around very soon. All right. Bye.